The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Apatra, and it's Wednesday. That means I'm joined by my good buddy, Keith Cork. We're here to break down this wonderful May 12th slate for you guys. We've got six games on the docket, six games to talk about. More importantly, my good friend, how was your week? Yeah, pretty good, man. I can't complain. Uh, you know, just uh, watching the kid and uh, having a good time and, uh, you know, just it's all good. Just chilling. How are you? How have you been? <laughs> You say you I've been good. I, I, you know, I can't complain. I just, uh, you know, on the work front, uh, the day job found out, you know, I got one of those calls. You get you get the call from, you know, HR and you think it's going to be something bad. You're, you're, oh. you're biting your lip. Now, I got told I had uh, too much PTO that was going to expire. Oh, uh, so they said, <laughs> hey, you know, if you don't use it, you lose it. Um, so you, I just filed a nice like 50 something hours in there. I got 13 straight straight days, including just took a nice whole long weekend. So I did it like a Friday all week and then a Monday. So I just had a nice stretch of days just to kind of relax. I'll be able to watch some of these, you know, play in games, get some just good basketball intake. So I'm looking forward to it. But that's that's enough of me, man. I mean, uh, I could sit here and just talk about how I'm going to enjoy my days off all day. It's just going to be filled with basketball cards and bad stuff. So, no. Uh, nonetheless, we got a big game, uh, I say a big slate, but some big games on a small slate to get to. Uh, with some price increases that we're going to talk about. But before we jump into anything, quick shout out to our presenting sponsor, MyBookie. Guys, head over there, check out MyBookie.ag. They are the number one sports book out there. The only sports book I give my stamp of approval for. And everybody, get, I think, over here at Hoopball will give the stamp of approval for it. It's because they are just the best, the best odds boost, the best customer service. One of the only ones that you'll see out there that not only allows you to bet sports, but has a fully-fledged casino platform with table games, slot machines, everything. So, guys, head over there. When you sign up on your initial deposit, you'll see that promo box. Put in the promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, and they will match you 50% on up to $1,000. So, if you put in $1,000, they will give you $500 for free. So, guys, head over there. Promo code HOOPBALL. All right, Keith. We have six games to talk about. The first one being the one that probably takes the cake is one that's going to get a lot of talk in the town. It is the Atlanta Hawks traveling. I'm sorry, Washington Wizards traveling to Atlanta, taking on the Hawks. We have an injury report for the Hawks. Kevin Ware is probable. Tony Snell is questionable, while Cam Reddish and DeAndre Hunter have both been ruled out. And for the Wizards, Bradley Beal, Thomas Bryant, and Denny Avdija all ruled out only game that we have a game total and spread for 239 game total Hawks favored by six looking at this Washington's Wizards team elephant in the room Russell Westbrook finally getting a price increase Keith going up from 11k to 12.4 he was pretty much sitting at a stagnant 11k for about five straight games and he put up 80 TK points <laughs> in uh you know five of the last six so I, I, I mean, it was about time. I think, I think everybody was kind of complaining. It, it was, I was saying it on every show, just play Westbrook. It just doesn't make sense not to. Uh, but now we get the price increase of fourteen hundred dollars. I got to ask you, is it too much to pay for him, or are you still going to it? 
Yeah, no, he, I, this is around the same price he was uh, last game on FanDuel, actually. So uh, I did skip out on him there, and it, and it cost me. I mean, I, I think you just have to play this guy. I mean, <clears throat> he's just he's on a heater. He's one of the stars that's on the slate that's you know in a position where he really needs to win this game. Uh, he's got to go hard. He's got to do everything. Beal's on the sidelines. I mean, uh, is the price huge? Yes. Is it going to be worth it? I, I think he's. I think it is. I mean, I really think it's it's probably still a must play in my in my book. Um, and then you know if you look at other guys on on the Wizards to play uh, against the Atlanta Hawks team, they're you know just played them. Uh, you can look at some Rui Achimura at 5,300, you know, again, no Beal, uh, no Denny Abdija, Abdija, obviously his name, uh, like you said. So, uh, Rui's getting plenty of, plenty of looks and plenty of shots and, uh, plenty of usage. So you can definitely look there, uh, for a mid range option. And then you can actually look, uh, for a cheap option at Ish Smith at 3,600, uh, you know, uh, under 4k there for a guy. I mean, he's only getting about 20 minutes or so, 23 minutes. Uh, last game, I believe he played and, um, uh, he's just the better points per minutes guy. I went to, I went to Howell Neto uh, last time, and uh, you know he he is getting Neto's getting more minutes, but the better points per fantasy point per minute guy is Ish Smith. Uh, so I'll I'll take some Ish Smith at 3600 as well. I'm right there with you. Uh, I will continue to play Westbrook. Uh, start off the top with that 12-4. I don't care. I mean, if if you just needed some context, uh, when James Harden had his historic season, uh, he was at one point I think 13-4. 13-3. He was almost touching 14 on DK, I think, at one point. And he was putting up about 80 DK points, it felt like, a night, and even touching 90. Um, Westbrook's putting up 80 a night. That's not going anywhere, I think, with Beal out. This matchup, we just saw it. He played 40 minutes in it and stayed competitive, and he put up an 80-point DK game. So 12-4, and just in the uh, you know in the realm of like what we have available, not a lot of studs that you need to even spend up on. You know, We'll get to some of these other guys later that are a little bit cheaper. We'll get to Doncic. Uh, but there's just no way. I, I think I just don't continue to play this guy. I'll maybe pivot off of him in one GPP lineup or a couple of them. But Westbrook's going to be in a majority of them. And I'm just hoping that maybe this price increase takes his ownership from 75 or 80 percent, uh, maybe down to like 60. And that's a win. We'll take it. If he's only 60 percent owned and we're we're part of that 60, that's that's an edge. I'll take that when you've got a guy like playing at this performance. And, uh, you know, going back to the well with a guy like Hachimura, I have no issues there. Eight or fifty three hundred. You know, generally, Russell Westbrook is like the primary guy I'd, I'd look at on this team. But Hachimura is still cheap. I, I was all over him in that last one at 4,900. Only returned 25 DK points, but he scored 20 actual points. And more importantly, took 19 shot attempts. And now he's done that two out of the last three games. So I, I'm going to continue to play him as long as Beal's out and he's getting that high usage. He's getting that second fiddle next to Westbrook. And you touched on it with with Ish Smith. And it's just, like I said, you know, he's playing that second unit role. He's Neto. Uh, you know, if he was playing the second unit, they'd probably be chopping that usage up. But playing alongside of Westbrook, the ball's is not going to be in your hands as often as you'd like it. And when it is, yeah. <laughs> you're probably you're, you're probably looking for Westbrook somewhere on the floor uh, right. to take that thing back over. So Ish Smith will probably continue to lead the second unit in usage. And he's playing 20-plus minutes. He's probably going to be able to return close to a DK point per minute. So I have no problems going there. Hopefully, uh, we get some good value. We have some we have some value, but at this point in time during the season, it just pops up left and right. We're going to continue to see it pop up left and right, hour, half hour before the game, during the during the games. Uh, you know, tonight Kenrich Williams starting at point guard. Uh, you know, I think I was I was really crossing my fingers that we we're going to see some Pokemon out there, uh, some Pakoveski playing point guard. That was uh, that would have really got me going. But nonetheless, you, you know, you'll, you'll you'll see some crazy changes, and you have to be able to adjust to them. Uh, sliding over to the Hawks side of the ball, 
you know, we just, I, I was just talking about the same exact matchup the other night. And I'm going to go back to the well and the same exact guys, and it's the front court. Clint Capella getting a little bit of a price boost at 8,600, but I've, I love him in this matchup. So I don't love that price tag. I think, you know, I'm not going to say he's a must play. I, I, I had him at 8,400 in probably about 75% of my lineups. I was all over him. Only a $200 price increase, but we do have some other centers that we're going to talk about. But this is an absolutely fantastic matchup. They do not have a center that can body Capella. Uh, we just saw 22 rebounds, only put up 10 points. I would expect that to maybe normalize more to like a 15 and 15, but he's got the upside to get 50 to uh, 55 into this one. So I'll look at Capella, I'll look at John Collins, and I'll probably draw the line there. But if you wanted to play anybody going against this Washington team, you would get no argument from me. Yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I've got John Collins circled here. I mean, John Collins is my number one play on the, on the other side of the ball here. You know, if you want to run it back and you're taking Westbrook and you want to get somebody on the Hawks, I think that's where you go. But, uh, but yeah, I, I, like you said, I don't think you can really count on anybody here. I mean, I've got Trey, I've got you know, Bogdan. Like you said, Capella is a good spot. Um, don't necessarily like that salary on Capella, but like you said, I think it's it's still a smash spot. So um, don't mind it. And uh, don't mind any of those guys. But I think John Collins is the one guy I'll gravitate towards more. So, uh, yeah, I'm right in line with you right there. Absolutely. Uh, and the way, you know, a lot of the times the way I, I evaluate, um, you know, some of these plays when I'm looking at things is, you know, just on this team, I look at Trey Young at 91. I look at Capella 86. A lot of things that I would take into account is, you know, positions uh, who I have available at other positions I might be going to for value or if there's anybody else in that price range that I like a little bit more um, or somebody a little less that I like more. But I also just think in raw points on in the circumstance that for $500, I wouldn't be shocked if Capella outscores Trey Young. And I almost anticipate that. That's kind of what uh, you know what I'm thinking. But we'll see. They're both absolutely fantastic plays. Would not argue with either one. But it is a little pricey on them. Uh, we'll move on. We'll move on to the next one, though. We got the San Antonio Spurs traveling to Brooklyn, taking on the Nets. Nets on the second half of a back-to-back, so there is no injury report for them. For the Spurs, Trey Lyles is questionable. Derek White is out. Trey Lyles may be making his return very soon, but we'll start off with the Spurs team. Coming off a pretty competitive game against uh, Milwaukee, you know, um, for a little bit. <laughs> it, it felt like up until the third quarter that we might actually get, like, you know, the game that we were hoping for. I had that one pegged to be a little bit closer than it was. So I was ultimately disappointed. Uh, but we got a big game out of Murray, and this feels like it's a smash spot for a lot of these uh, guys on the Spurs in this matchup against Brooklyn. But who are you targeting? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think the number one guy I'm looking over here on the Spurs is is uh, Jakob Pertl, and uh, there you go. I said it without any problems. Take that, Mr. Pertl. Um, but no, it's uh, you know I think uh, whenever it com- when it comes to the Nets, you know I want to I want to target them down low. Um, I just like Pertl. I like playing him. I think he's a, a, a nice uh, you know a nice center. I don't think he's a stud or anything like that. If so, if you land on him, that's great. Um, I'm not reaching to get him. Obviously, he's only 5,300, but um, that's some good filler. And if I, you need a center, uh, it's a good play. I think um, the other guys I'm looking at, I'm looking at Demar Derozan, 8K. Um, you know, he, it's going to be an up up pace game for him. This is the main you know primary ball handler basically i mean jante murray's on the team but uh derozan is the one that really you know dishes out more assists and, and has the ball in his hands more he has more of the usage so uh, i'll go some demar derozan at 8k and uh, some rudy gay at 4400 also but uh, i think Pirtle is probably the one that i'm most excited about and the rest of these guys that i'm not too excited about i don't know if i landed too much on any spurs to be honest with you um but that's the way i'd rank them I absolutely love Pirtle. Um, Again, it, when this dude gets one of these matchups where it's just a plus matchup on paper, I just hit the smash button. I played him against Milwaukee. I'll play him in this one, too. 
Uh, we know that they're going to need the size. Claxton's back, still playing DeAndre Jordan. They'll go play Griffin. Pirtle's probably the most versatile guy that can cover all four of those or all three of those guys. Probably get away with like Rudy Gay a little bit on Blake Griffin, but he's going to have to play uh, this game. You know, I, I, we have to keep an eye on Kyrie Irving as well, so it may stay more competitive than we thought. Kyrie left uh, tonight's game with a facial contusion, I believe they said. Uh, so we'll have to monitor that. You know, he is a guy that's played with like a mask, so it's, if it's anything like that, uh, he might play. But if he sits, this game will probably be a little bit more competitive than it would normally be. Um, you know. That's probably why we're not going to have a game total or a spread for a little while, but something that we definitely need to monitor because, like I said, if he sits, a lot of these guys are in play, and they all get a plus boost for me. I mean, the only reason why DeRozan uh, is 8K in this one is there's probably, you know, the factor that the spread could be out of control. Uh, it could be like a nine-point spread if both Kyrie and Durant are both in. So take one of those guys out. You're probably looking at a six-point, and all these guys get a bump. I'll be looking at DeRozan. I'll be looking at Pirtle. Uh, I wouldn't mind taking a shot on uh, DeJounte Murray, but I'd rather just play those other two guys. And maybe even a little Patty Mills at 3,300. I always don't mind it, like rounding my lineup with Patty Mills, but we haven't been getting those 30 DK point Patty Mills games that we're used to. Not not so much this season. He's probably cost me more money than he's won me. So uh, take that one with a little grain of salt with that, with that recommendation on him. Uh, on the Brooklyn side of things, for me, I'll keep it very, very simple. It's Kevin Durant, 9,800, especially if Kyrie sits out. I think Durant just becomes one of the best plays on the slate. Don't really care that it's a back-to-back. I think if he's good to play, he's good to play. Uh, he'll show up and he'll produce. The other spot I'm going to want to look at is going to be that point guard position with no Kyrie Irving, Mike James coming in at minimum salary. Uh, he's been playing well. We've seen him step up a little bit in games that Kyrie sat. He'll probably end up playing about mid-20s minutes. There's still some other guys that he will split some time with being Tyler Johnson, uh, Bruce Brown, if he's healthy, Landry Shamet would probably end up drawing the start. Uh, you know, take your pick. I think all three of those guys would be in play. If I had to rank them in terms of uh, cash game plays, it would probably go Shamet, James, Tyler Johnson. And if I had to uh, list them in order of GPP, it would probably be the same. But I think the gap between James and Shamet closes ever so slightly. So that's a lot of talking for me. Um, I'll pass it over to you and <laughs> – I let you take over. I, I probably mentioned just about everybody on this team. I missed out on Joe Harris, but there we go. I said his name, but tell me who you are. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, uh, it's it's all good. And yeah, yeah, we definitely have to keep an eye on that Kyrie Irving news. It's going to affect everything. But uh, I did have Kyrie uh, circled on my on my slate here. Um, you know, last time uh, they played a few months ago, he put up 50 DK points against this the San Antonio Spurs team uh, in March. And so, uh, you know, I, I, I would like to play some Irving, but um, if he's going to be hurt or if he's wearing that face mask, I, I don't know, maybe I don't. Um, between her, him and, and Kevin Durant, I think you're kind of splitting hairs, and so I might as well just spend this $600 more on uh, Durant probably, and and uh, be a, be a little safer. But uh, the other guy I have on here that I don't think you mentioned him because you mentioned like uh, 85 names, but <laughs> I don't think you mentioned uh, Bruce Brown. Uh, I've always I did. Him. Oh, did you? Okay. Okay. My, my bad. My Quick bad. Quick second. Yeah. Not long enough. Okay. All right. 30, 3,900 for Bruce Brown. I'm going there. Uh, you know, this guy, he, he produces and, and rebounds pretty reliably, uh, gets points, you know, um, if Irving's out, I like him a whole lot because they're going to need some scoring and it's not necessarily going to be Bruce Brown doing the scoring, but, um, he just has more opportunity there. So, uh, I'll take some stabs at him at 3,900 for sure. It's one of my favorite, uh, value plays. And then, uh, yeah, definitely some Mike James. If we see that Kyrie Irving's out for some reason, uh, he only took a, he took an elbow, an Vucevic elbow to the face, and I, I watched it happen. Didn't look too bad, honestly. So, uh, I think Irving probably plays in this one if I was to guess. But uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. That's right. And uh, James dropped your boy Sato, man. What was oh. up with that? Oh. <laughs> I, I, you know, some might say there's a push, but the, 
Yeah. It's, it was that big of a push, but uh, no, good call. Uh, Bruce Brown, yes, he he, uh, he came back, or I guess I wouldn't say came back. He didn't really miss any time, but he was questionable coming into tonight's game. He had a face, uh, nose fracture, I believe. Uh, probably not going to bother him. He should be able to play. If he played in this game, he should be able to play in tomorrow's game, and um, that's a good call. If there's no sort of minutes restriction on him and Kyrie ends up sitting, yeah, he's a point-per-minute monster. He's not the highest scorer, but he's a guy that can rack up rebounds. He can get steals. Uh, he'll chip in an assist or two here, too. But uh, a lot of those guards, they, I would probably say we're going to have to take the wait-and-see approach to see what the starting lineup looks like just so we can feel a little bit more comfortable. But yeah, we should have yeah. that. Yeah, I was going to say, he, uh, he only uh, Bruce Brown only played 23 and 24 minutes in their last two games. But um, before he went down with the injury, he was playing 26 to 30 minutes and you know putting up 30-plus 30, 30 uh, DK points on the rig. So uh, for 3,900, like definitely, definitely like that. <laughs> I, I like that. I like that. Good call. Put an extra star next to him. Uh, Boston Celtics, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time game, traveling to Cleveland, taking on the Cavs in Believe Land. Believe Land, Cleveland. <laughs> Celtics on the second half of a back-to-back. But we know that Jalen Brown is done for the season. He will be getting surgery, I believe they just announced this upcoming week. Matthew Delvadova, Darius Garland, Isaiah Hartenstein, Larry Nance Jr., Torian Prince, Lamar Stevens, Dylan Windler, all ruled out. Well, Seti Osman is questionable. Looking at this Celtics team, there's a pretty pretty couple obvious plays for me, man, and it's uh, it's Jason Tatum at 9,400. Just feels a little too cheap for him in this matchup. You know, I, didn't, I wasn't all over him tonight in that matchup, but this one just feels a little tastier. Uh, so I think I'm going to probably be overweight on Jason Tatum, especially knowing it's the second half of a back-to-back. We generally see... Uh, you know, Kemba either limited or, you know, maybe doesn't rest as much necessarily, but they also haven't had a back-to-back in quite some time. Um, so we'll see. Well, if Kemba Walker sits, though, it's only a bigger bump for Tatum, especially knowing that Jalen Brown's out. You can also take a look at Marcus Smart. Uh, but I think I would play Fournier over Smart, who's starting to finally look like he was getting into his groove. Uh, we we kind of heard him come out to the media and say originally, you know, when he first came over here, he wasn't feeling like himself. Uh, but he's been absolutely cooking now, and this is a fantastic matchup for him. So, Evan Fournier and Tatum would be my top plays, and I don't mind a little smart action. After that, I'll draw the line, but I'll pass it over to you and get your takes on these guys. Yeah, um, definitely all over Evan Fournier. I've been all over him the last couple times, and you know it's really paid off. He's just starting to come into, starting to get back to where he was, you know, with the Magic. I mean, he's just a, a score, professional score, and uh, without Jalen Brown, they absolutely need that. So, fifty-five hundred for some Evan Fournier. Sign me up for sure. Uh, one of my favorite mid-range plays uh, on this slate. <laughs> the other guy uh, that I have on here, and, it, and I don't mind taking some stabs at Tatum. Tatum's fine, ninety-four hundred. Like you said, it's too cheap. Um, you know, he's just kind of so up and down this season. So I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I do. Maybe I do end up with them, but I think there's other guys I like more, um, personally, but I, I don't mind that call at all. I think it's a good call. I just, uh, I, I, I have Tatum disease or Tatum, uh, <laughs> you know, I want to stay away from it. I, you know, I don't want he's, to, he's your, he's my version. He's your version of like Harrison Barnes for me. It's just like, what are the, you can't know, get he him burned right, you, just, he yeah, burned you and you can't get him. I can't got get him right. Um, no, but the other guy I have on here that you didn't mention is, uh, Aaron Neesmith, uh, 3,200. And this is if Kemba's out, uh, obviously, you know, we have to see if Kemba plays or not. Um, it's a back-to-back. Uh, Kemba did exit uh, tonight's game also uh, he, with a shoulder injury, but he did come back and play. So, um, But I think he probably does sit out. And so I do like Samir Neesmith. Um, him, Pritchard, and uh, Carson Edwards have pretty much been splitting that, that point guard duty. And uh, this is the best per-minute um, producer as far as those the, that the uh, that trio goes. So uh, 3,200, and that's just uh, taking some stabs, maybe a GPP play more, more so than a cash play. All right, I like the call. 
he's a lights out shooter, this kid coming out of college. So uh, that's shooter shoot. And when you get a hot, you get hot. Um, definitely a GPP play because that's the thing. If the shot's off, he's probably getting you 12. Uh, if the shot's on, he's probably getting you 25 at minimum salary, which we would absolutely take. On the Cleveland side of the ball, uh, I played, I got my shares of Sexton last game. You know, this feels like a game where, you know, he's still priced similarly, but I think I'm going to hop off in this one. So um, I have some interest in a couple guys over here. You know, it's, it's nothing crazy. Dotson drew the start in that last one. Uh, he's pretty cheap, but again, not a guy that's a great point per minute type guy. So I'll, I'll just pass it over to you and kind of get your take on this. As of right now, I have a couple guys still in my player pool, but no one's really just popping off the page for me. Yeah, I'm not. It's hard to be too high on, on these guys, especially since they're going up against the Celtics, which is you know a pretty. I mean, they're average defense, uh, maybe a slightly above average. Uh, it's not necessarily a great matchup for them, is what I'm trying to say. So it's hard to really get too excited about any of these Cavs guys, and they're not really. They're not interested in winning games, like guys. Like they were winning up until the fourth quarter of that last game. I was watching, obviously, because there's playoff implications for my Bulls, and and they just. Um, suddenly lost it's like oh hmm, i wonder how that happened uh yeah they don't want to win they don't want to win games i mean so it's hard to really trust any of those guys but um i do like jetty osmond at 5800 if he ends up playing uh, obviously we have to keep on top of that injury news if he does play then uh he, he probably slots into a starting role uh probably gets a lot of touches he seems like one of those guys that even on a tanking team is going to get a lot of touches and a lot of shots and uh, probably go off for 30 points in a losing effort so uh, i'd like some jetty at 5800 don't mind that uh, i do like some dean wade also at 4k uh and I like that even more if Jetty's out. Uh, last game when he was out, uh, I know the guys on the on the pod called it, but uh, he had just a, a really great game, um, and he was even cheaper than this. So uh, 4K, it's, it's creeping up a little bit, but it's still still some value there. Uh, and then the last guy I'm going to add, and I'm not even going to attempt the first name. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to attempt it. But I know it's Cabin Jelly because my, my, my wife is a, a Florida State <laughs> gal. And she knows We watched some Cabin Jelly in, uh, in college. But anyways, Cabin Jelly at 3,200. Uh, this guy, man, he's, he's a point, uh, point fantasy point per minute stud. It's just a matter of, is he going to get more than 15, 20 minutes? This is a GPP play, but uh, 3,200, he's, he's almost the, the bottom pricing. And, uh, you know, if Jetty doesn't play and uh, he's going to get some minutes, he's going to get at least 15 minutes. I'm hoping he gets closer to 25 minutes if I play him um, because he did, he, put up I think like 14 points and then nine points in the last two games so he's he's getting shots up he's getting boards he's he's doing what he does um it's just a matter of he's gonna if he's gonna get minutes or not yeah it's just it just makes you a little you know I was happy when I saw Anderson Varejao get signed because I'm like holy crap you know what what the, did not did not see that coming you know Varejao back on the Cavs that's cool uh but then you realize well he's getting into the Cabin Jelly's minutes and guys like that who would rather see get the extra couple minutes uh, and that's what kind of hurts. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I like Abigelli. Uh You're right. He's a, he's a, pay, a point per minute machine. If he gets the minutes, absolutely. And I have a good feeling that down this stretch, the Cavs will probably give him like 20 to 25 minute runs. Uh, we'll have to wait and see. I don't know if it's going to happen anytime soon. And if you can, you know, pinpoint that game and capitalize on it before you know the price tag gets adjusted, then you'll win money. Uh, but just keep an eye on that coach speak. That's what we want to see. How is he doing in practice? He's earning himself a few more minutes. And then injuries happen, whatever it may be, rest, uh, and hope he can capitalize. But let's move on to the next game. Just crossed over that halfway point, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. New Orleans Pelicans traveling to Dallas, taking on the Mavericks. Mavericks in the second half of a back-to-back. For the Pelicans, though, Steven Adams is questionable. Brandon Ingram is doubtful. While Zion and Josh Hart are both ruled out. I'll pass it over to you, Keith. This Pelicans team, 
does they you know it, it just doesn't have the same the same swag and allure and, and yeah. lust you know you see everybody basically get hurt once you lose you know key players uh, like Zion and like Ingram it, it affects Lonzo's game it's it's affecting Bledsoe's and it feels like a more positive manner due to the usage uh, but without you know without these guys on the floor you know Lonzo's not a guy that is an alpha dog who's really going to capitalize on twenty five shots he's not going to take the usage like that so. It just takes more assist options out of out of his hands and out of and off the court. So at seventy seven hundred, you know, I wouldn't fault you if you wanted to play him. Dallas's defense has also been very very good against opposing point guards. So I think I'll take a pass in this one. I don't think I'll pay the seventy seven for him. Uh, you know, if, if anything, I would probably just maybe look back at Bledsoe at sixty one. Still, again, guards going against Dallas has been tough over since I I would say the All Star break. Their defense has vastly improved, uh, but. Hernan Gomez at 56 centers against Dallas has been a thing that you could definitely capitalize on. And if Nikhil Alexander Walker at 6,200, his minutes, uh, they're starting to increase. He's only been back for two games, played 21 in the 24 minutes, but he's taken 27 shot attempts over the past two games with a high of 32 and a half DK points in there. So uh, I don't mind taking some stabs at him. I wish the price tag was more around like 5k or 55 uh, just because we don't know what the minutes are. But again, same thing we just said about cabin jelly where, you know, we're expecting these minutes to go up. And let's be real. If he was playing the past 10 games and these guys were out, he'd be playing 34 minutes a night right now. It, he's getting his minutes worked up. Now, do I expect it to go to 34 minutes tonight? No, probably like 26, 28 maybe. But they're on the rise and just trying to, you know, pinpoint that right time where he can explode. And if he's playing 28 minutes and he's going to have this usage, he could still pay off that $6,200 price tag. So a guy that I don't expect a ton of ownership to go to just because of the price tag, but I'll keep in my player pool. I have uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker on my player pool as well, 6,200. Uh, you, you mentioned everything that I was going to say, basically, so there's really nothing to oh. add there. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this guy was, uh, you, you know, crushing it, obviously, before he went down with the injuries. So, um, you know, I, I don't mind taking some stabs. It's a GPP play. I mean, I, you know, if we hear for sure, he's going to get 30, 30-plus 30 minutes, but uh, I don't think we will. But I do think he's going to get more than, like you said, the 24 or so that he got last game. So uh, don't mind that price tag. Don't mind it. It's not something I'm, I'm going out of my way to play. Uh, James Johnson at 5k I like it uh I think he's you know I think he's gotten like 30 something minutes for the last two games and for some reason the Pels are just playing this guy so uh if they're playing James Johnson if at uh all those minutes and he produces in every single st- statistical category um you know I-, I like it I like it as safe safe value and I like it as something that um you know I-, I can pretty much guarantee it's gonna exceed that 5k price tag um the other guy I'm gonna add here is Jackson Hayes at 4900 um, you know, he's more of up and down, obviously. Uh, he, he's dependent on the blocks and, and he's shooting threes now. I mean, this, this guy, I can't, I don't know how many threes he got last game. I didn't know Jackson has even shot threes, but I watched him take a step back three and I was like, Oh, okay. That's happening now. Um, the Pels are all, but almost all, but eliminated here. So you think you would think that the young guys get run. So Jackson Hayes, I'm thinking gets, uh, plenty of, uh, plenty of run here. Hopefully he gets 25 or so minutes in 4,900. Um, he could definitely hit value at that. So those are three guys I'm looking at. Uh, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, James Johnson, and Jackson Hayes. like it. I like it. James Johnson, I'm glad you mentioned him. He's just been – basically, if he's getting 30 minutes, he's probably getting you 30 DK points. Uh, and used to play for Dallas. Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> On the Mavericks, Luka Doncic, 10-8, top of the card. Uh, yeah. Fantastic play, fantastic spot. He, you know, he's the he would be the single only reason you are not playing Russell Westbrook. Uh, it's just that simple. If if you're not playing Russell Westbrook, you are playing Luka Doncic. 
I don't know. I, I, I don't see another person on this slate who in the in their matchups, I'm going to say. I'm not going to say Lillard doesn't have 80-point upside. Um, he does. <laughs> it's Lillard. But against Utah, I think, you know, we could rightfully probably assume it's not as as probable. Uh, but Doncic in this matchup has 80-point upside. It, it was evident earlier in the season when he put up 80 DK points. Uh, put it, played 40 minutes, and he put up a 46-point game against them. 12 assists, 8 boards, put up 80.5 DK points. So, listen, I would love to say I want to get all these studs in here. I want to play Westbrook. I want to play Tatum, and I want to play Doncic. That's not feasible. Uh, but I can tell you what, I will do my best to get two of these guys, whether it's Westbrook and Doncic, Westbrook and Tatum. Those are my three top plays, I would say, out of this bunch. Uh, Durant falls a little bit below both of those guys for me. I think if Kyrie sits, Durant's ownership would probably skyrocket uh, and basically push Tatum's down to what would be a great GPP pivot. And I already can assume Doncic's is going to be not low, but lower than it should be, knowing that a lot of people would just rather go to Westbrook. So there you go. That's my spiel on this. I'm going to be playing some Doncic. Um, I don't think many people have to listen to this podcast. If, if they've listened to it once or twice, then they know me. I'll be playing some Doncic, no, regardless. But nobody else on this team for me. I'll cut my, uh, I'll cut my, cut my take there, and I'll pass it over to you. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's probably why I'm not as high on uh, Tatum. Maybe is just because I, I want, I want me some Westwick Doncic lineup, lineups. I mean, that's what I want to play. <laughs> that's what I'm gonna play. That's what I want to play. So uh, go away, Tatum. Uh, no, I, I don't mind the Tatum play at all. But um, yeah, I, I want uh, Luca and I want Westbrook on my lineup. So um, 10, 10, 8. Sign me up for sure against this Pelicans squad that is totally decimated. Um, they need, you know, they want to win this game. It's important. Uh, yeah, definitely. No, no, Kristaps Porzingis. It's got everything going for it. All, all the, all the markers of, of a big game. So, I love it. Uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. 6K. I, I will take some stabs at him. He's, he's been hot. Uh, is he going to normalize and, and, and regress back to the mean? Of course he will. But, uh, but he's been pouring it in. And without Porzingis in the lineup, uh, he's going to be out again for this one. Then, um, you know, uh, THJ is going to get plenty of shots up. And uh, if he's hitting those shots, and he's probably going to hit value there and then the last guy i'm going to add and this is just a dumpster dive here if you need to save the salaries maxi kleba if he ends up suiting up he hasn't suited up in a while but uh you know they're kind of thin down there and uh without porzingis and they've been playing um uh, i think willie Colley stein and, and somebody else i'm forgetting right now but uh, uh, the white pal who actually Dwight got ejected right. tonight that's flagrant. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh so you know they're playing those guys and I, i'm sure they'd rather play maxi kleba i mean he's think he's a better player in my opinion so um 3200 i don't mind playing him there um I don't know how big the upside is, uh, to be honest, but uh, but it's just a, a, a again a basement uh, bargain bin play. Yeah, and Kleber is the more versatile defender out of the bunch too. Uh, he guard a little bit more positions, stretches out a little bit, so he offers a little bit more than Quali Stein and Dwight Powell do. They're more of kind of guys that just patrol in the paint. Uh, looking on to the next game, nine thirty. Eastern Standard Time game, Portland Trailblazers traveling to Utah, which I'm expecting this to be a great real-life basketball game, full of fireworks. I'm hoping we get that. Uh, for the Blazers, Zach Collins, out. Nasir Little, questionable. For the Jazz, Mike Conley, Donovan Mitchell, and Juwan Morgan, all ruled out. News came out this afternoon about Donovan Mitchell that he will remiss the remainder of the regular season. Hopefully they'll have him back for playoffs because the Jazz have just been putting together what was a fantastic season and now it's just looking like, you know, right at the wrong time, they are facing the injury bug. But we'll start off with this Portland team. Again, they talk about guys that are teams that are trying to win as much as possible towards this last stretch of the season. Portland's right in there. And Damian Lillard coming in at 9-6. Uh, you know, 
I would normally be all over Dame in, in this kind of environment, knowing it's it's a it's a, like a must win game for him. It's going to be a competitive game. Uh, Damian Lillard is absolutely matchup proof. We generally see him step up more in these competitive type games, but with all these other guys on the slate that I've already talked about, I just don't see myself actually getting to him or having any shares of him. So I'm not going to say him. Probably not going to say uh, CJ McCollum. I don't want to challenge Ju- uh, you know Nurkic going against Gobert. Not something I'm very into. So if I'm looking anywhere. Anywhere on this, it might just be at the return of Carmelo Anthony. Uh, he's going to be back at 3,800. We've been seeing him putting a couple of those 20-point games in a row. So, you know, if he's back, he's playing 18, 19 minutes in this kind of matchup. He'll get right back into his normal role where he's getting that bench unit uh, usage, taking 10 shot attempts, 11 shot attempts a night. So I don't mind taking a stab at him. And Eden X Canner at 4,300. I could just see him playing a couple extra minutes uh, in this matchup. He has experience going against Gobert. Uh, and in this matchup, twice already this season, he's put about 22 DK points. So just about returning a 5X value. Not a whole lot to love over here, but what are you looking at? Yeah, yeah. You just look at the, the pricing and, and, and the value, and it's just not, there's nothing really. Uh, you know, I can't really get, get behind anything. I do have Dame on here at 9,600, and I do have a note here that just says he's a great contrarian GPP play. I mean, if you go Dame at 9,600 and he puts up, you know, significantly more value than than Dantich or uh, or Westbrook does boom you're, you're you're pretty much winning money I mean so uh so that, that's the way to look at it but uh yeah I probably won't land on him at very much if at all uh you know if I'm throwing out a, maybe 50 lineups or something maybe I'm throwing uh, a couple out there with with Lillard in it but uh but no I don't uh, I don't like anything on this Blazers side pretty much so we can move on <laughs> Yeah, uh, a little ugly, but yeah, you're right. He he would be the contrarian pivot because I think if anybody outscores Westbrook, you're going to win money. If you don't have what you know, if you just don't have Westbrook and you have somebody that outscores him, you're going to win money. Uh, it probably he's going to be probably eighty percent owned. I I want to believe that he'll be sixty with the price increase, but there's no chance. Uh, looking at this Utah Jazz team, rock solid matchup for him. I wouldn't say it's plus anywhere necessarily. Uh, guards can usually have their way with this with this Portland backcourt as good as they are on offense. Not so much to fear on defense. At 8,400, Rudy Gobert comes in though. Uh, he's played well in this matchup two times this season. He's averaging about 48 DK points against them. He just lines up where would I play him or would I play Capella? And I would probably lean more Capella. I like him in that Washington matchup just ever so slightly more. Uh, you can keep in mind. I think I believe it was one of these games went uh, against Nurkic. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, and the other one wasn't. So the numbers might change a little bit with a bigger body on the floor uh, as opposed to just having to go against Cannon. But probably not going to make it for me. Clarkson coming in at 7,500, coming off of a fantastic game, 53 actual DK points. I don't mind him in this matchup at 7,500. It's probably the perfect price tag of where he should be. He's averaging about 1.15 DK points per minute against this team this season. So if he's going to play 30-plus minutes, he's probably going to return value about 5-6x on that price tag. He's always got the upside for a little bit more, but he's a little too volatile. I don't know if I would trust him in cash. I'd probably just keep him in my GPPs, and then it would be just Joe Ingles after that at 65. But these these are comfortable price tags for all these guys. I don't know if we're really getting any value from them. We just know that they have the upside in this matchup. Yeah, the the plus matchup makes me, me keep them there, but uh, I'm not super high in them. But I do have Clarks and I do have Inglis in here. Um, you know, those are those are fine price tags for him in, in in a plus matchup. But yeah, I I don't know if I go to him a whole bunch. But <clears throat> the one guy that doesn't treat me the mo- most of the two would be Clarkson because he just you know put up 33 <laughs> shot attempts in a game, which is ridiculous for a bench player. And then uh, and then he broke his own record, I think it was, or or maybe he 
was just short of his old record. I can't remember, but it was like 35 or something uh, <laughs> before a few years ago. But uh, he's just if he's going to jack up that many shots uh, against an up-pace Portland Trailblazers team, if he's hitting those shots, then yeah, 7,500, I think he's going to crush that price tag. But uh, but that's that's a, a big if, so uh, definitely a GPP play, but uh, not super high on them. I do like the Gobert call. I think I'm probably personally spending down uh, at the center position. I mean, I'm, I'm looking here at, at who qualifies as a center. I, I already mentioned Pirtle, and actually even Rui Achimura qualifies as a center. So, uh, you know, th- that's two solid options right there. I already mentioned, and uh, uh, they're both 5K or so, so that, that helps me helps me fit in those giant uh, contracts of uh, Donkic and, and, and Westbrook in my lineup. So I like that a lot. So I'm probably not spending up on center. So I'm not really looking go Bears way. All right. We will keep it moving to the final game. 1030 Eastern Standard Time game. Houston Rockets traveling to L.A. Taking on the Lakers. Lakers on the second half of a back-to-back. LeBron James did not play in tonight's game. Uh, although reports said that he would. He did not. So there's a chance he could suit up in this one doesn't make sense to me that he would, uh, you know, miss the primetime game and then play against the Rockets when they're basically down to their core. Uh, so I'm going to kind of consider him out, but keep your eye on it. Nonetheless, it's probably not a game that we're going to want to spend on too many high-priced Lakers anyway. But, well, before we get into that injury report for the Rockets, Avery Bradley, Sterling Brown, Dante Axum, Eric Gordon, David Nwaba, Kevin Porter Jr., John Wall, DJ Wilson, all rolled out. Christian Wood. Daquan Jeffries and Daniel House Jr. are questionable. And then Keith and I might suit up at point guard and shooting guard. So Let's go. Uh, we're, we're coming in at, you know, we're not even mid-sal. We're 3,200. They're giving yeah. us some cred. You know, we're, we've got some upside, uh, some risk associated with us. But uh, no, man, it's it's really just take your pick with a lot of these guys. If Christian Wood sits, I have no issues going back to Kelly Olynyk. In fact, you know, the the tank, nothing. This dude's just being a point per minute monster. 7,800 is just too cheap for what this guy's been doing on a nightly basis. The matchup, as good as uh, as the Lakers have been on defense, I still think he can get it done. And I love that he has that power forward eligibility. It just comes down to what you're spending on, where you're spending on, and does he fit it? Uh, Kevin Martin Jr., another guy at 66. I might back off of him ever so slightly. I know he's been just churning out great games four straight. For everything I just said about Kelly Olinick, Kevin Martin Jr. has done the exact same thing and, and has done it at a much cheaper price tag. I get it. It's just not the exact same matchups that he's been doing it in. It's a little bit different when you're trying to pick on a guy named Anthony Davis, even if it's only for, you know, 24 or 25 minutes. Even then, uh, when those guys come out, they got some junkyard dogs in the second unit that could definitely put some body on you. So uh, I'll keep him in the player pool. Uh, I'm, I'm curious to get your thoughts on him. And outside of those two guys, I'll, if I had to pick one of these guards, I'd probably go to Kyrie Thomas. Uh, he's just, again, consistently turning out good games since he's been on this team. It's only been thir- three games. He hasn't put up anything less than 30 DK points. Uh, the minutes have been a little up and down, but now he's played at least back-to-back games with 29 minutes in the, in both those games. He's took at least 15 shot attempts. So, you know, Houston's just saying, have at it. Let's see what we got. Let's see who could play, and let's just give him opportunity. So I'm going to stay away from the guys like Tate. I'm going to stay away from, uh, you know, uh, I'm not going to touch Christian Wood if he plays. No chance. I'm not going to play Augustine. I'm not going to play any of these. Like, yeah, I wouldn't even call them all veterans, but anybody that's probably you know been in the league for longer than like three weeks, I'll probably stay away from <laughs> outside of Kelly Olynyk. Yeah, man, I'm right, excuse me, I'm right there with you. I got uh, I've got Olynyk and Kenny Martin Jr. on my on my list here, and 
Yeah, I, I think Kelly Olynyk. If I was going to spend up on on a center position, and I and, and like you said, I have to know that Christian Woods out. If uh, Christian Woods in, no way. I'm not not even going there. Not even considering it. But um, if Woods out again, uh, Olynyk at seven eight. Yeah, like you said, I, he's just he's producing so much. I mean, it's just it's hard to ignore. So if I do have uh, some room to fit him at, at power forward or, or center or whatever, and, and I do want to spend up a little bit and I have some leftover salary, then yeah, I'll go some Kelly. I do like him quite a bit, uh, even in this uh, matchup. That's a like you said, a tough a tough defense in the Lakers. <clears throat> but uh, those are the only two I like. I'm, I'm not really um, high on uh, Kyrie myself. All right. You like a different Kyrie. You already mentioned that. That's right. <laughs> All right. We'll slide over to the Lakers then. LeBron James is the news that we're going to have to monitor. Uh, Anthony Davis, he already said earlier in the season, if he could play a back-to-back, he will play back-to-back. And I don't think the Lakers are in much of a position to not have him play on a back-to-back right now. So uh, 10-4, I expect him to probably handily win this game. So I just don't think I'm going to spend up on him. I'd rather spend the 400 on Dodgick or the $1,000 less on Tatum. So I will not be playing any Anthony Davis. I will not touch Andre Drummond. I think you would probably have to, you know, have some have a pretty big set of stones or, uh, you know, I don't know what, you, what you'd be doing. I, and maybe this is the matchup. I don't know what it is. Uh, I'm just not touching Andre Drummond ever since he just came over here. It, it feels like it's a listen, buddy. If you want a chance at a ring, just know your role. Uh, you know, don't worry about how many rebounds you're getting. Don't worry about how many putbacks you're getting. Anything about that, just you know, know your role. Uh, so I'll I'll probably take a pass there as well. It would just be some of these ancillary guys for me. Maybe Montrez Harrell, a little bit revenge narrative going against his former team. It's in LA. He's a solid point per minute producer, and it's only 4,200. So you can use him as a little bit of a value saver. But even then, we'd probably just spend the 1,100 if we had it up on Pirtle. So I'll pass it over to you, man. Uh, I'm just not overly excited about this game because the guys that we would normally look at with like LeBron out, it's just, you know, they're, anybody that's going to be significant in their playoff rotation, they're not going to play any sort of minutes once this game gets out of hand. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, you know, LeBron in, LeBron out, it really doesn't matter. I mean, they're probably going to crush this Rockets team by 20 to 30 points. And uh, so, yeah, there's just not, not a whole lot to like. I mean, I do, um, I do actually have some interest in Kyle Kuzma at 5400. Just feels like a Kuz game to me. I know he's a, I know he's a rotational player. Uh, I know he's also, I think he's questionable. So you have to see if he's playing, obviously, or if he's not. But if he is playing, I, I just, I feel like he's just going to get uh, plenty of shot attempts, and and he might, uh, might hit some value there, 5400. But probably not going to play him. But I do have him in my, in my player pool. And then the other guy I have here, which I've been kind of riding the last couple of games, is Contavious Caldwell Pope, KCP, 4200. Uh, you know, I, I was watching some. Of that uh, some of their last couple of games actually and um you know this guy's really an offensive uh initiator for them you know without without lebron james in the lineup so as long as, long as lebron's out i'll look at some kcp at 4200 he's he, getting actually like throwing assists and like getting jumpers inside the arc and not just shooting threes so um don't mind that 4200 but yeah i'm probably not landing in either of those guys or any lakers uh, just because of the wild spread of this game I remember when, like, Laker Nation had their pitchforks ready on Twitter, uh, you know, coming for KCP's neck. Like, uh, they hated this dude, and he's been nothing but, like, a complete turnaround player in the second half of the season. Uh, and and really stepping up, like you said, he is being one of those initiators for him, especially because they need somebody outside of Anthony Davis to initiate. They need somebody to basically draw some attention. Uh, and you can't do that just sitting on a three-point line. So, Catavius Caldwell-Pope, 4,200. Kyle Kuzma, I like both those calls. I'm glad you mentioned both of them. You're right. If this game, for some reason, if there's any way that these guys could play 30 minutes, they're both absolutely fantastic plays. This, this does feel like a Kuz spot. So I'll put a star next to his name, too, Keith. 
I like that. I like that call. I like him. Full stars tonight. Love full, it. Full stars. <laughs> full stars. But that is it. That brings us home. That wraps us up. That brings us to our player tiers, our wonderful player tier section. So I'm a gentleman, Keith. I'll let you start. Oh, uh, man. Um, well, uh, I guess I'll just say Wes Rusbrook. I mean, why not? Uh, do I really need to say more? I mean, nah, uh, you're triple-double leader of, of <laughs> all time in the NBA. I mean, just just play him. Please play him. <laughs> don't, yeah. don't, don't be silly. Play him. If you're going to be contrarian in a GPP, go for it. But uh, otherwise, I mean, if you're cash, absolutely play him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, nah. you don't need to get too cute. And I won't get cute with my response either. And it's Luca. We'll just keep it moving after that. Uh, and we'll go to that mid tier. So less than 8K. I'll pass it over to you. Uh, I'm going to go Evan Fournier at 5,500. No Jalen Brown. They need somebody on the offensive end for the Celtics. Um, you know, he struggled when he first came over, and people just forget this guy. He's a bona fide professional scorer, guys. I mean, he's proven it now. Um, he was having some issues with, with COVID and all that, so uh, he's over it. The Cavs have no interest in winning this game, so it just feels like a, a good spot for him to you know, get at least 28 minutes and, and get a double-digit shot attempt. So um, Evan Fournier at 5,500. Oh, I like it. Can't say I didn't see that one coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I, I actually had him start and I put a little note next to it where you're talking about the Celtics game. Keith's mid tier play, try to answer before him. And then I, I let, I was a gentleman, <laughs> oh, unfortunately. That's what you get. That's what you get from yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll go for my mid tier. I'll go Jakob Pertl, a guy that we both talked about that we both like in this matchup. I think he's going to play uh, a major role in this slate simply because of the value at center. Like you said, there's a lot of guys that we like that we want to spend up on. Uh, it's just going to be awfully tough, depending on what studs you get in there and how you try to, you know, construct your lineup. So I think Jakob Pertl, um, price tag, matchup, and simply for the position eligibility is going to be my mid-tier play. We'll go to the value. I'll let you round us out. All right. I'm going to go Bruce Brown at 3,900. And, uh, you know, like I said, before he went down with the injury, he was putting up 30, 35 DK points on the reg. And uh, the seller's just too low for a guy. Um, I know he had a really good first half against the Bulls tonight. I was watching, but I didn't see how he finished. But, um, you know, he's just going to have a huge role. And if uh, Kyrie's out, I like it even more. So uh, if Kyrie's out, he's a lock for me. Uh, and he's pretty much nearly a lock as well, uh, even if Kyrie's in. All right. Uh, I could take the easy cop out and just go with the guy for 5K and say James Johnson because that's <laughs> probably the guy I'm looking at the most. But we'll go with a little risk, a guy that I'd probably only play in GPPs. But I'm going to go with Inez Cantor. Uh, one of the guys I mentioned that I do like from Portland. I just like the price tag. We know that Canner's just a rock-solid point-per-minute type guy. Uh, hasn't scored anything less than 22 DK points over the last four games. And, in, you know, he has two game or one game with 37 uh, in there as well. So this feels like a matchup that I can definitely see him getting that 25 to 30 DK points in in 20 minutes against his former team. A lot of little bit in there. So 4,300. I'll go Canner. And that brings us home. So... Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If you're a first-time listener, long-time listener, we really do appreciate it. And if you have a moment, then you can give us a thumbs up, a five stars, rate, review, wherever you're listening to this. Subscribe. Uh, it means the world to us. We really do appreciate it, guys. We like to see your feedback. We like to see the comments. Uh, we like to see the positivity as well. So if you haven't already, tell your friends, tell your family, give us a listen, uh, and make sure they subscribe. Give us a follow on Twitter. You can find me at Mike Patria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. And you can find Keith at Ginsberg Beats, G-1-N-S-B-E-R-G-B-3-A-T-S. Keith, 
Is there anything else you'd like to let the good people know before we get out of here? Uh, the Bulls are going to the play-in. You all heard it here first. No, I, I no, I, I actually don't think that. And uh, no, I don't have anything. I just uh, want you all to join us at the DFS Pass and um, you know get in that Discord. Come come talk with us. Have a good time. Uh, you know we try to stay on top of the news, flying at us like crazy. So uh, it's really a good tool and really really worth it. So get in there. Oh yeah, and you could tell Keith's saying stuff about Bulls getting playing games. Okay, <laughs> get the guy got to get some sleep. Let's get, get out of here. Get a little Keith, loopy. Get a little loopy. Yeah, yeah, get, get, get a loopy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we'll be back. Take care. We'll be back tomorrow. It'll be Santino and I. He'll probably go off the rails, uh, but you guys have a good one. Let's go take down some tournaments. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.